Sex game had her ass texting me up. Yeah. I got the moves. I got the moves. I'm making moves. You gotta move. You gotta move. She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. Damn. I made the city move. I made the city move. I got the moves. I make moves. I got the moves. I got the moves. I make moves. I make moves. You gotta move. You gotta. She made that back move. Damn. She made the titties move. Goddamn. I make the city move. I do. I make the city move. I do. Look, give me the ball and I won't have to pass it. I ain't passing out till I'm asthmatic. I take a play and then I back to back and hit after hit. Check the batting average. I take the work, flip it acrobatic. Got a little time and a lot of talent. Do a little talking and a lot of action. Seen the competition, not a challenge. Hey guys, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not there. And we gather each and every week to talk life, love, and everything in between. And this is the first episode of 2017. I'm sitting across from my partner in life and crime. Um, we've, I'd say Have we committed first. any crimes together? Yes, okay, definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Let's but I would those. say yeah. we're partners in life first. Okay, good. That's good. Partners in crime second. Yeah. Partners in crime second, yeah. We, we don't want to air out all the many crimes no, 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 no. we've committed. Um, but yeah, it's 2017. New year. New podcast. New audio quality. New us. New us. Hopefully new us. You shaved your beard. I shaved my beard. Trevor bought a, a lot of audio equipment. Um, got a new computer. Myself. Gonna try to take the quality up like we talked about in the yeah. last episode of the podcast. So we've definitely taken that next step. We're, we're really gonna try to take uh, the show uh, more seriously in 2017. I am, uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about that too. And uh, we started this year off right with an episode that we've actually wanted to have for a while. Um, for too long. For too, too long. long. Too long. And we waited for the perfect situation. It wasn't just uh, Louis Armona, but it was the brothers Armona, uh, Louis and Michael, which was great. That was a, uh, would you say, in the field recorded episode? Oh, absolutely. Out, out, we out. were out, outside of our element. This is deep in the, uh, the annals of Huntington Beach, California. Yeah, we were in uh, Louis's room. A real no man's land. <laughs> Hunched over uh, after a clean game of FIFA was just played, wiped off the slate. We, uh, we sat down, Lewis's room, recorded the podcast with Michael. Uh, we used the three mics that we have. Right. Uh, I will say uh, we, we do have to preface this with it was it does probably sound a little awkward when Lewis and Michael speak because they had to share a microphone because unfortunately uh, we're only equipped with three at this point. Definitely cool to have those guys on. Been wanting to have Lewis on forever. I know he'll be back on again. Michael hopefully will. Absolutely. Um, I know Lewis, who lives up here, uh, will be a guest. In we the gotta get, we gotta go down to PA and just yeah, we really gotta go to Paul Alta, bang one baby. out, dude. Polly Ollie, toe. <laughs> Let's go, um, oh, dude. I'm taking a Caltrain for the first time this next weekend. What do you go, go, where are you to going? Go to San Jose, dude, for Genesis. Oh, you're gonna take the Caltrain. Gosh, I gotta go. Well, to how that. else would I get there? Fuck if I know, dude. I don't know. I forgot why where you were going. I thought you were going like I don't know somewhere north or something for Smash, baby. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I get to go down. I really, it's Thursday. We're there. We have, ho- we have a, ho- this is probably not. No, no, it's on. okay. We have a hotel Thursday night through Sunday night. After we get paid, that's perfect. Please come, man. So great that we have those guys on. We dove into some stuff, but we were back home for how long? Roughly like you were, g- I was I, home for I, I eight days. I don't know. Days. How long were you there for? I was there for eight days. You were there I for, was there a, for a whole like year? <laughs> 16 days. How yeah. was that? Like um, I've, I've done that. It, you, like, like it sounds shitty to say, not shitty, but like. I was there for too long. Yeah. I enjoyed my time back. I got to see every single person that I wanted to, every single one, all of my old friends. We caught up. It was sick, but just like 
by the end, there was so much downtime. Everybody had work. Like the novelty of me being down there wasn't as hot anymore. So like there wasn't as much of a demand. So, and I got like violently ill the past, the last three days I was there too, which is whatever. But I had a great time because I did love seeing all of my old friends. Got to hit the old restaurants, the classic spots, the classic views. It was, it was great to just be able to drive up and down PCH yeah. Again, you know, I, as someone who, you know, like I said, I've been up here for three years. So going home the first couple of times, it was like, oh, I want to go home as long as I can because I never get to like 20 day trips, like all this stuff, which never ended up working no. out because I will like, I will never go there for that long again. I'm sa- I'm, th- I'm thinking like five days tops. No, 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 no. You want to go for like a week. You okay. need time off. That's the thing is the first couple of days are always so jam packed with seeing people, which is so splendid. But then there's like you still need a vacation. You still need a couple of days just to sit and relax. Sure. And I think that's where I am always looking for is like the only time I had to relax was when I went to see my my mom, like I went all over Southern California. Oh, yeah. I was in you were an adventure, L.A., San Diego, you Huntington hit. Beach, <laughs> Long Beach. I was I was all over the place. But I I love that kind of mentality. Like I didn't have time to necessarily chill, but when I did, it was with my family. Super great uh, to see them, and the holidays were splendid. Um, and yeah, just in general, it was cool to see everybody. Shouts out to everybody that came through and saw us. I will say I didn't get to see everybody. I would have liked to, but. That's kind of how these trips go. That's how it happens. I'm, it's planned that I'm coming. It's not planned what I'm doing, but there right. were some things I had to do and fulfill. No, and that's one thing that uh, I've learned about going back home after like moving is that like you do want to see every all of your old friends, but it's like you have to understand that like if you miss your friend, you know, maybe two times in a row, that 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 that, that doesn't mean you guys aren't still friends. When things sure. happen, you it, it, sometimes it's just really hard to see certain people schedules align differently. It's hey, whatever. just like just like Andrew, right? Like we made him cry. I know he won't listen to this. Shouts out to Andrew, but <laughs> we, we did make that boy cry. We but that him. was honestly one of the most heartfelt like yeah, speeches we've ever had. And that was, I wanted to cry. It was well, so I, touching. We I was just, we missed that guy so much, you know. Yeah, and that's like basically what we told one of our best friends, and just like in general, like you know, we only get to see him a couple days when we're there, just because he's working. Like everyone now and, isn't no. in school. And it, it's everyone now is still working, still going through their lives. It's like, we have time off, but it's not because we're there that people are taking time off. Right. In general, great trip home for me. I'm sorry that you were there for too long, but we're glad to have you back. No, I mean, I had a great time the whole time. Yeah. I, you know, it was cool to, uh, you know, I've been, I was here and I basically had nothing to do, right? Like Sam's back. We, I hung out with Sam. We still, I, but that was the thing is I, I still I, did. Are you trying to tell me you missed me, baby? Of course. Ooh. No, but I did, uh, I did, you know, it's been raining. It's been terrible up here. So there's been a, like, not that much venturing out a lot for me. Of downtime. Yeah, but it's definitely helped me kind of like reset my mindset. Like it's the beginning of the new year, uh, three years ago to yesterday, the 8th of January is my three years of being up in San Francisco. Very, wow. yeah, retrospective, uh, couple of days that I've had just kind of sitting in my room thinking about where I've gone, where I want to go, what I want to do, you know, my, Love life, everything, just kind of like recalculating, re of course. figuring it out, just kind of, of like seeing where I've been and seeing where I want to be. And, you know, it was definitely refreshing, definitely kind of sad for a little bit just because you get too in your own thoughts, like all the mistakes that yeah. I've made. But I think there's been more good than bad since I've been up here. And, you know, this podcast is something that has helped me greatly and I want to keep it going. And we are. And that's something that, you know, we both want to focus on this year. And I think we're in a good place to do so. Yeah. And I know Sam's on the same wave, if you will, as <laughs> Xander. I wave. see what you did there. But um, we're going to, you know, keep it rolling. 2017, Too Broke for Therapy. It's going to be a great year. We start 
started off with an episode recorded back at home, like we said, Huntington Beach with the Brothers Armona. Then we're going to roll into some episodes we record up here. I'm actually going to tell Trevor after this recording uh, who we've got on the docket uh, lined that's up. That's a big question yep. in my head right now. And it's going to be a big question for everybody's heads because we've got some <laughs> fire you and um yeah we just want to give you guys the best uh thank you for giving us the best that you can please always submit questions at tubrofortherapy.com slash submit um every question we get we will give you the anonymous or person who made up their own nickname or a real name if you are feeling so risque just if you are going to submit anonymous anonymously be nice no, not not even with that. Just like come up with a nickname so we don't have to. Yeah, it's really it's you, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of a chore for us. Yeah, <laughs> and we we already do so, so much trust we, me. And we don't even do it that well. Um but you know, I just at the Shiva Monday. <laughs> we'll uh keep we'll keep going if you guys keep uh helping us out. So thanks everybody for listening last year and yeah, we'll definitely have a cool episode for our year anniversary. Um, yeah, which yeah. you know, there won't be 52 episodes by then, but there will still be, you know, a year anniversary, a year mark, and we'll put that in the title, and you know we'll kind of blow that out. I think that might be the first party that we have is going to be the year two broke for therapy. I'm ready for it, baby. Um, I'm already cooking up my set list. You better yeah, believe too. we're we're both in the kitchen. We're working. Um, but yeah, let's, let's water whipping. Let's let's uh same color T-shirt, baby. Let's let's keep it going. Yeah, are you ready to keep it going? I'm ready, baby. Um, and I just want to say some closing words. Thank you guys so much for listening um, in the earlier stages of the new uh, reboot of this podcast. There's been some rough patches for sure, audio quality, whatever. And I just hope you guys uh, stick with us in the new year because I think it's going to be a lot better and we've got a lot of uh, exciting things planned. And I can't wait to share all of that with you guys. I love you all. You know that we we love you, dude. We really do. This is a this is a dudes and ladies. Dude, I'm dudes sorry, and ladies. You know, I think we <laughs> and girls have more girls than guys that listen to this podcast. I would be surprised. Be surprised either, to be honest. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you know us, baby. The telescope is on us. Everyone is watching the Eye of Sauron. Yo, I went to the fortune cookies uh, holiday party. I got at least seven people, seven strangers, <laughs> to subscribe to our podcast. Boom. That's why the numbers have gone up. I've been confused. So, shouts out to you guys, baby. Everybody, keep listening. Share us. You know. Submit to us, not in a weird way. Ask us questions. <laughs> but, you but know, ask us questions. You know you want us to give you life advice, baby. That's why you listen. And please love us. And I, we Most will, importantly, yeah. please love us. Please love us. We just want to be loved. Guys, this is Two Broke for Therapy. Xander Wave has a new mix at the end. It's very cool. Shared it with me earlier this week. Ooh. So please, please, please stay to the end. Check his stuff out on SoundCloud. Xander.Wave. He's going to keep uh, pr- putting out mixes. I know this year he's going to really try to focus on music stuff. So really good to hear from him. And, you know, you guys can look forward to a lot more stuff from him as well this year. Two Broke for Therapy. Ask us questions. TwoBrokeForTherapy.com. As always, it's been your boy Lil Trev, aka the Human Ken Combo, aka Prosecco Romaine Stamos, aka uh, Driving Forty in the Prius, Getting Head, Sipping Bev. Let's go. And it's always been Papa Steve, aka Stephen Baker, aka Jerry Winefield, aka
He's in the Sophie Sucker. JetBlue is checking in with my flight tomorrow. It's the last night that we are. What time here. do you leave tomorrow, Steven? I leave like 5 30. In the morning? No, at night. Oh, uh, so you're good. I like good money. Oh, that's a, yeah. basically have a day. Yeah, I want, you know, I basically, yeah, that's what I wanted because I know I have work. You definitely nice have a proper whole other, at least half a day. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited. So, what are you, you going to do? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> awful human being. <laughs> well, let's dive in. Right, guys, <laughs> so from the fun. top. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hey, hey guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists. And we are no longer in 2016. Technically, we are. We are still in Southern California on our holiday vacation. It is the 27th. It is the 27th of December, but. Since we're in town, we wanted to get a lot of episodes in. Uh, I think we're only going to really We're going to get this one. <laughs> yeah. We had at least like four plans. It's okay. It's okay. You know, some people don't really come through. And also, you know, we had to buy this equipment that we did to improve the podcast. So hopefully you guys are hearing that crisp audio yeah, quality. Baby, if you're enjoying, in, enjoying, enjoying these dulcet tones right now, you've got a little Trav to thank. Yeah, the, it sounds great. Uh, we've tested it out with uh, Sam, the uh, the architect, if you will, the taco mm-hmm. boy, the uh, producer. Uh, now owner. he actually has some audio he could fuck with. Yeah, that's probably. true. We got multiple tracks, and we wanted to test it out. Three mics, baby. Three mics. And you heard of two, two turntables and a microphone. I have one audio interface and three microphones. What does that mean? I'm dumb. The birth Let's of go. hip-hop. <laughs> We've got uh, two buddies that we wanted to have on forever, uh, one of which we teased for too long, but we figured since we're all in Southern California anyway, we wanted to sit down with not just one, but both of the Armona brothers. I've got Lewis looking at me right now. Hey, now. Hey, hey, now. And I've got Michael Armona. Hello. Hello. Uh, first off, Lewis, you have a mustache. Tell us about that. That's correct. I've been just kind of not shaving uh, these last few months, and it got bad. Uh, it got to a point where people were. Well, I was I like, like, I, I was liked like, it. I thought it was trimming great. it so that it didn't like grow excessively long in certain areas because my face grows out. At, my facial hair grows out at a very disproportionate rate around <laughs> the different areas of my face. I can relate. Uh, and then. You know, usually when I shave, I just leave a mustache for a couple days. I think it's kind of fun. I think it is fun. It's, you know, I'm going to shave it. Not, yeah. I, I don't think I have the it's a playful confidence to just kind of always have a mustache. It's also you're in Southern California and want to lay low. You know, you got to have that disguise. I didn't really think about that, but that's a valid reason <laughs> to do that as well. <laughs> my beard yet. Yeah. Yeah. You, nice, you, yeah. This is the first time people have really seen you with facial hair. Yeah. How do you like it? It's whatever. It's whatever. I uh, see people don't like my face, so I've had this beard. Michael, I just wish I could grow more. But anyways, this beard talk. And no, 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 it's good. Michael can only grow a goatee. Yeah, fresh. Yeah, and, and that's like you just got the five o'clock shadow, baby. I shaved three or four days ago, and it you takes a while. And other than shaving a lot, you uh, are still in Southern California. You just graduated school. You're hanging out, baby. Chicago. Yes, I, this is correct. This is correct. Shut up, Chirac. Blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, how's it been since you've been back? Do you like the uh, weather? You can wear your shorts again? Well, I would wear shorts anyway. You would wear shorts in Chicago? Ooh, it depends how, I mean, if it was above What's the 40, degree? Give 40, us a number. 40, 40 degrees, yeah. You would be in shorts in 42 degree I weather? I would just be top heavy with layers. <laughs> with layers, yeah. okay. My, my Your legs need, not... My legs cold. need to breathe. They need to breathe? <laughs> yes. The <laughs> only other place I grow hair, pretty much. Really? Other than your goatee? <laughs> and my 
Yeah. Yes. You know, you're okay. Took me a second. That would, I think that would be a good skill, a good skill to have if you were like unable to grow pubic hair. Why? I think that would mean you did not. You'd go be puberty. evolutionarily. <laughs> Guys, I'm just asking yeah, a what if question. I- so this is the podcast where we like to have people on the show. Obviously, we have Michael and Lewis on this week. We'll get to know them a little bit better. We'll do on some real shit. Type five. And then we'll dive into listener questions. This is a podcast where we take your guys' questions and hopefully give you advice. Uh, This week we have a couple of questions, and I want to ask a question to my group of friends since these are some of my best friends sitting around me. Oh, baby. Thank you. And, um, yeah, let's get into it. So let's just kind of dive in real quick um, with how we know these guys. Uh, I know, Trevor, you can probably dive into it first, as I usually do honoring you you to go first. Classic Steve. But Um, uh, my answer might be a little bit longer, so it's okay. Yeah, no. I mean, I've I've been, uh, you know, I met you guys all, everybody in this room pretty much, uh, around the same time, my senior year of high school, you guys had already graduated, I just kind of randomly fell into you guys' friend group, we've been hanging out ever since, you know, I came from, you know, sometimes just a, a pop and stopper, if you will, just pop it in, hanging out for a day, leaving, right. but then we have uh, since developed Never really making it into the bedroom, if you will. Right. Exactly. Never sealing the deal. And that's the, where we are now. But here we are. I'm inside Lewis's room. <laughs> bed on my back. You know what's going to happen after this, baby. We're going to get ramen. Mm. Yep. Cannot wait. I've known these guys since like 2007, so almost 10 years. Uh, I've watched them develop into, you know, young men of this generation. Uh, I've been the a future friend. leaders. Yeah. I've been uh, close friends with both Michael and Lewis and... You know, I think it's cool that they're brothers and they have that dynamic and I have a friendship dynamic with both of them. And in that aspect, I feel like an honorary uh, third third brother. <laughs> um, Michael is very comfortable enough to burp around me <laughs> and looked as absolutely defeated as any human could after. Uh, and that's why... I, and that's like, the look on his face. Yeah. And that's uh, why I love these guys. It's cool to kind of, you know... Watch the rise of both of them. I mean, Lewis and I grew up in the same hometown, same as Michael and Trevor. So it's cool to see your guys' like rise to being who you are today. I mean, you went to Modern Day High School, which is a bigger right. private school private in our local area. Catholic school. Kind of a, a suppressing education, a suppressive, right? Suppressive. I would describe it. I would describe it as a suppressive institution, yes. Not in what not, ways? Not years I was fond of. Yeah. What about uh, well, Michael? I guess I had fun there during those years, but not through that institution. Yeah. I would disagree with Lewis in that it was depressive, but it was pretty shit. <laughs> okay. Did I say it was good? No. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't think it was It wasn't good. suppressing. Well, I, interesting. Well, interesting. for some people, uh, it was. <laughs> and I, cer- you guys, I certainly felt like it was. And you guys had to kind of break out, and you had friends groups in other places, especially living in Huntington Beach, and that's kind of how we fell into alignment, right? Like through mutual friend groups, hanging out uh, at a Halloween party, believe it or not, is what I remember. Um, Lewis... I was going to say Lewis made fun of another person, and then the person thought that I made fun of him and was about to fight me, but Sam Rummel, honorable mention, <laughs> stepped, stepped in and took it for me. Ooh, it calmed wow. him down. 
Oh, wow. wow. I didn't know that. That's actually a pretty positive story about that guy. You were, right, <laughs> you were right there, and you ran away as he called you on your shit, Ooh. and he came running back. It's funny because I was about to the say- The guy that you made fun of, Lewis. Okay. Uh, uh, right, guys, that was a while ago. Jeez. I'm saying, I'm saying Lewis was dressed up as Scarface, one That's of his correct. favorite fictional characters. He used to have a photo of Latin classic. And Michael was dressed up as a whale hunter. He had, oh, yeah. He had a, like, six-foot stick, and he had, like, on a, like, whaler's outfit. I, was, I don't even know what I was dressed up as, but I remember just, like, seeing Michael and being like, who the fuck is that guy? I don't really, really remember any of that. Really? See, that that's, you, were, you were in love, dude. You were in lust. I was a sad kid at a party observing. And I got yeah. to know Michael, and I got to know you also through our friend Alex Dumas, who we saw actually randomly enough today. Um, shouts out to Alex Dumas. And shouts out. Yeah, after that, you guys both went off to college. Uh, Lewis went to Stanford. Michael went to the University of Chicago. And yeah, you guys went to school for, what did you go to school for, Lewis? Oh, I went to, I majored in economics. Economics? Um, so like studying money, uh, you money. Know, the way people interact. <laughs> With the, and like using math to describe it. Is it a social science? It is. It's not only a social science. It's the, the social, social science, oh. according, according to economists, of course. Yeah, you guys need to have a shirt that says the social science. Economics, though, does have this weird like sort of uh, history of like kind of just, for lack of a better term, instead of like acquiring other departments, like colonizing them. Or like people who are trained as economists just kind of do the cool stuff in education and do the cool stuff in uh, like uh, sociology and stuff and sort of it's it's, it's ruthless the way they've uh, expanded. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Those well, are your people, though. And, and good to be on the winning team. I'm definitely part of that club. And you're uh, you spent a couple of years in New York and now you're back up in the Bay Area still studying, trying to get your PhD in economics, right? That's correct. And uh, yes. You like it up there? Do you like living in the Bay Area? I mean, as someone who's kind of had the span of, like, the L.A. area of here, although we never really experienced it, to be honest, until, like, two days ago. (laughs) Um, Until we moved out. Yeah. Yeah. The L.A. experience, and then you have, like, the New York experience and the Bay Area experience. Like, why did you go back other than, you know, Stanford's a hell of a school, I'm sure, for economics? Uh, Well, that's a great question, Stephen. Um, I would say that... That's the best questions. Um... I would say that I've really enjoyed living in the Bay Area. People are, you know, just kind of nice there. To be honest, I think they're a little more authentic than uh, even places like Southern California. No sort no of shade no shade trying to be thrown. Shade, it's just blah, blah, fuck they got a sunshine it's, out here. It's just a little bit different interacting with people there, and I really enjoy it. I love. I think. I think the biggest thing for me is the uh, urban appeal of San Francisco. It's a little more urban, I would say, than Los Angeles in a lot of ways, Yeah, yeah. which has the sprawl and stuff. Um, and then New York, of course, was just a wonderful city to live in. You know, I think, Probably I think everybody there, though. living there was even more amazing, I thought. Um, it's, you know, got a, it's a real city with a real subway system. I'm, I'm a big fan of public transportation in general baby. and they have it really nailed down and I just couldn't have been happier with that experience. It was uh, great. You know, got to, you got to hang out in some, check out some cool neighborhoods, expose yourself to different parts of the world that maybe aren't quite visible in California in general, really at least, mo- at least populated parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. People in New York were always super cool when we went. And some people were a little bit aggressive, but that was like the the fun part about it, right? 
Yeah, it's very interesting. They have their own like very kind of unique culture that I really enjoy. It's like cohesive. Anywhere in the world too. Yeah. Beautiful. And then Michael, do you love me? Oh. You're gonna have to ask the again. Points lead to yes. Points lead to yes. Michael loves me. The magic eight ball. I all I all I needed to know is that. But also, you are applying for jobs. You're in that rigorous post college. Try to figure out my shit experience. That's never uh, necessarily fun. But, I mean, I don't know. It's got to be refreshing after being in such, like, a berating school system. You've majored in physics, which I don't even understand half of. And how does that, how does that make you feel? I know you've had a large dose of Mexican food uh, an hour prior to this. And your solvent to that was to drink a Diet Coke. But if you could, in at least more that, than that was, three, they taught that in physics. Uh, <laughs> that's the one they taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how they. <laughs> Michael is the human volcano. I want to know, Michael. Do you like where you're at? Do you want to go somewhere else? Do you want to stay here, or what do you? What, what is your ideal situation? At this point, I'll take what I can get. Got to get an intro somewhere. I and I like that drive. That's kind of what I was like when I moved to San Francisco. I just kind of took whatever job. I could get. And it worked out. And boy, of. do we have a whatever job. <laughs> Shout out to Trevor. Um, now we're going to get into type five. If you guys don't know this part of the show, this is five kind of rapid fire questions. So you guys can kind of give people, you know, some opinions so they can get to know you better. And kind of, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun gag. It's a fun game. I'm excited. Let's like, do you know, it. Whatever comes to your mind, just that's people usually love your first segments. They love segments. Fun, man. This is a great I love segment. this segment to be oh, honest. Maybe. Let's do it. So, Trevor, why don't you ask the first question? What's your guys' favorite thing about me? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the audience, the subtle audience laugh in the back. <laughs> the light went on. <laughs> um, I do not need that kind of positive feedback. Um, ask your question that you did. I already forgot what it was. It was, it was you had a smash character. Oh yeah, if you get yeah, the brothers Armona. Okay, well, just first of all, I just think the brother as an only child. I think the whole brother dynamic is super interesting, and I see it. I think the most through you guys because you are the only like group of brothers that I know that like are hang out in the same social circle. So I get to like see all these sort of things. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. One word to describe each other. Go. One word to describe Michael, I would say for me, it's definitely raw. I feel like Michael raw. is... Mike, I, raw. I would say he... Michael liked that one. I And I think I certainly at least try to do this to a degree is... Um, I would say he is critical of things that people aren't necessarily always critical of that I think... I think in a healthy and productive way, he, I think kind of like a Glenn Greenwald type journalist <laughs> who uh, just asks, asks, do you like, ask questions nobody's asking. You like a good hot take. Uh, no, it's not a hot take. take. He's usually got an, uh, a real argument for why he's, he's critical, I would say. Not a facts don't matter type of thing. The, no. Yeah, the, yeah the, the, you know. No, the facts. The facts matter here. Facts matter. The facts only in the Armona relationship. And what would you use to describe Lewis Michael? Stoic. 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 I like that word. What a raw answer. Can you give us the definition of stoic, Michael? Um, if <laughs> I recall, the top. <laughs> if off the top of my head, I said that word to mean. Yo, uh, fact checkers in the back. Okay, just kidding. Devoid of emotion. 
Okay. <laughs> I feel so like cold and ruthless. <laughs> Is that like? I would say more cunning than ruthless, but uh, yes. like Machiavellian. Ooh. Machiavellian. I was just talking to somebody at my. Uh, at the Christmas party we had at our house and they were talking about how like sort of every action they do in the workplace has a motivation in Machiavelli's The Prince. It was kind of insane. A great book. I have a feeling that person just read that book for the first time. Maybe. Let him him cook. Good for them. (laughs) It's it's an interesting book. Guys, I want to ask you how to write an essay on it once. Got a question two. For the second question, I'm going to ask you a comedy bang, 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 which is basically a would you rather question from comedy bang, bang, but we repose it to you guys. So what are, what are the two extra bangs for? Just it's just a, re, it's a reissuing of the same thing, so it's a comedy bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. There's the answer. Thank you. Actually, someone asked me that on like Twitter, and I was like, I'm not going to dive into this one. Yeah. But we do like to play the theme song. So my question is, would you rather have sex with a puppet <laughs> <laughs> the size of Kermit the Frog? So basically Kermit. Or would you rather have sex with John or Jim Henson, the designer of Kermit, dressed as Kermit? Oh. <laughs> puppet. The puppet, for sure. Really? Yeah, I Think yeah, the puppet. You, yeah. But you're not into. Uh, I want to see what Jim Henson's hands can do. You know what I'm talking Jim about. Jim Henson, baby, he's got those hands. That's, That's what, what I'm, I'm saying. If they're covered in felt or not. Oh, I just, yeah. you just said that it was the actual person. In, in a Kermit, Kermit yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Okay, okay. I'm well, saying you're mentioning his hands, and that's not a man okay. famous for his hands okay. and the stuff that he created with them. Who knows? He might be able to create a good time with me. That's what I'm saying, dude. I want a, I want a full Kermit. Actually, I think the puppet would be fun because you can kind of throw it around, and plus, just kind of like pass it off to the side for later, and it can't physically hurt you. Actually, yeah, I don't know enough real people that you could do that. I don't to. know the, the Kermit in the hood. That guy might be able to fuck you up, huh? Guys, I'm talking a meme. Is it already dead? I'm talking. Oh, the Kermit. The, it, yeah, the dark Kermit. Yeah, dark I Kermit. mean, a little out of date. You know, I like Kermit in the hood. Dark Kermit. You know, kind of. I miss that one. <laughs> Urban Kermit. <laughs> That's exactly. I thought you were talking about a Kermit in a ghetto. <laughs> well, no. You guys all took that wrong. Young Twende. Uh, <laughs> Trevor, why don't you ask uh, the third question? Yes. Hold on, I know you guys. Look at you. I talk to you guys. I hang out with you guys. You are very interested in the amount of Super Smash Brothers I play. You guys seem to not play any of it at all, so I don't know why I'm supposed to ask you guys this question. Who do you play in Super Smash Brothers? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I I play as Luigi. <laughs> I enjoy it. Kirby, Kirby. It's a fun fun time. Fun time. Who do you who do you play as again? Just I, I play as Marth, baby. I'm Link. I fucked Sam Hart up today. Yeah, as you Link. did. Dude, I bore DK. witness to that. Woo! Sam Hart does have a DK though. He took talk, he took stocks. Is what I mean to say. Oh yeah. One thing I've always done is watch Sunday night quality programming on television with Michael Armona. Uh, that's something we I think we've done since the beginning of our relationship. We started on Dexter. These two guys watch a lot of uh, television. We like a lot of the same shows, but one of the shows we bond over is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh yeah. I am wondering if you each have a favorite episode from Curb. At least the first one that comes to your mind, that's what this is all about. And what episode would that be and why? Palestinian chicken. Ooh, why? 
Because Scott Arkerman's in that episode. <laughs> I did not know that, but Whoa, it was I the first one. It was the first quality episode to pop in my mind. I find the whole premise of quite amusing on how Larry David, a Jew, needs to compromise his morals when it comes to chicken and women, and how he's caught in the middle of those two <laughs> dilemmas at the very end. Yes, literally. <laughs> great yeah, answer. That's that is a great answer. And that's I'm the rawness gonna... that you get from Michael Armona. Now let's uh, take the stoic, stoic point, point of view. Of view. <laughs> I would say that spice it up, I boys. really did like, you know, it's unfortunately I'm drawing a blank, but one of my favorites for sure is the episode where Larry orders the Girls Gone Wild tape. <laughs> oh, and, the, that's uh, a wandering bear. With wandering bear, the Native American. Um, <laughs> where... They order the girls gone wild tape. He has to fire his assistant. His assistant assistant actually quits, quits. and then sort and of Cheryl's he, vagina is numb. <laughs> that's right because he uses a extra strength uh, condom Everlast. backwards. Everlast <laughs> trademark. The, last all night, baby. Last all night, baby. I've got a tip for you. Um, so that's one of my favorites for sure. It's just you know, but that entire show is really just so full of great episodes. Gold. I've got my favorite episode. Do you have a favorite episode? You haven't really deep dived into. I haven't deep dived into it, but I definitely have seen bits and pieces of a few episodes. I love, I love the episode where uh, Leon moves in. Yeah, that's what walk or meet the, the blacks. one that will, or that's the that's the one where yeah, there's like a yeah, yeah. cum stain in Larry's bed, and he swears it was Leon. Or is that the one? Or is that a different one? Where he's like, I'm gonna have sex in your bed, yeah. and Larry's like, Why did you have sex in my bed? He's ejaculate, like, ejaculate. Anyways, that's a that's a great episode. My favorite episode is uh, Crazy Eyed Killer. I think that's a classic curb episode. Ooh, I get in the Carter. We got we got some confirmation in the bag. That one is by far Larry having to uncomfortably say the N-word multiple times is great. I think the whole end of that episode is great. Um and Wanda Sykes, what a what a oh, guest yes. on that show always. She always brings the fire. She always she yeah she is a yeah she is a firecracker. Shouts out to Wanda. Sykes um and Trevor, I know you've got this hot question that you want to ask these guys. Jesus fucking Christ. question, baby. You know what it is. It's a classic on the podcast. I do know what it is, And Trevor's actually. about to finally realize and ask the fifth and final question. Sorry, boys. Classic and of the tight five. I don't know why I needed to proceed it with that. I'm stalling for time. In fuck. If you had 24 hours to live, where would you guys be? 23 hours from now. Anything is bong, possible. Bong, Kevin, bong. So an, an hour before I die, yes. just so I make sure I Where understand would you the be? question. <sighs> Probably just at my house. Watching some Shark Tank. <laughs> Probably up in the Bay Area. Well, I guess uh, if it was literally 24 hours from now, no, like, I'd be here. No, tw- yeah. We're saying anything is possible. We're, anything is possible. Anything Kevin is possible. Garnett, yeah. It could be anything. It could be anything. Okay, because I know you're going to die and you could prepare for it. You could go to your favorite spot in the world. You don't have to think about plane travel. Right. Okay. Um, no, I think at home really is the answer. In like, the I don't really. Is home parents' house home or your own home in Palo Alto? Probably, I think the way I imagine it, my home in Palo Alto. Who would um, be there? Do you imagine it often? I don't imagine it often. <laughs> I am imagining it for the first time uh, now, I, I suppose. Particularly, I mean, you know, I guess sort of knowing you're going to die at a young age, that would be a little different, I think. I think most sort of young deaths are very unexpected. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, you know, my girlfriend, 
of almost six years would probably be there. Aww. Carla Gonzalez. Uh, and um, could I be like probably some immediate family or something? And I just be hanging out. I'm not going to be there, trying guys. That's to, what he keeps saying. Yeah. It's cool. I would, you know, I take the Caltrain down for your death, but it's fine. I wasn't invited. Everybody, everybody's invited. I just oh, don't sick. know. Now everyone's Coming invited. With the you know, out and the blunts up. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh no. God, I'll um, be upset anyway. All right, what about you, Michael? See you at your funeral. Um, like Lewis, I've never thought of this before, but more than likely, I would be pretty much where I am right now. In Lewis's room? My dog, and possibly doing a lot of drugs. Yeah, <laughs> Just to try baby. him out for the last two hour? Okay. Yes, but not Salvia. Uh, okay, <laughs> no, all right. That's, hard, hard hard right. that's not one you would do. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's the end of Type 5. <laughs> Thanks for the outro, Michael. Um, that was the end of Type 5. Just a good little segment. People, you know, uh, you know like some of those weird questions know that we asked. the guests. Exactly. And now let's go into the fun part. Let's go into the listener questions. You guys could always submit Woo, questions. The main course. At twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. Don't worry oh, about it. Was I not supposed to say no, it? No, he did. He, I was, he, like, I was, Michael, I was heckling, apparently. Apparently, I was heckling. Let's get into uh, listener questions. This is, uh, you know, the classic part of the podcast. Um, this is a part where we answer your guys' questions. You guys take time to listen to the podcast and send in questions, and we want to answer those to the best of our abilities. Since we have two of our close friends here that we trust, I feel like we can be pretty open and comfortable. You guys can always submit questions at twobrofortherapy.com slash submit. And, uh, yeah. Can they tweet you questions? Yeah, you can they tweet sure questions. As fuck you can, can do whatever baby. you want to do. You know, you can even uh, comment on my Instagram. I've... Who knows? I don't care. Snapchat me a question. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll screenshot it. Don't think I'm weird. But most people, um, I'd say like 90% of the questions are sent anonymously. So that's like a, a, a thing people like yeah. about it. So the website's usually the, the route. Yeah, because people, yeah, it, people want to not let us know who it is. And let's get and to... And fuck with us. Yeah, and fuck with us. This one could speaking be... Speaking of fucking with us. Yeah, speaking of fucking with us, let's get uh, to... A real question, which, you know, some people might be able to comment on a little bit more. Some people, maybe not. Um, we don't have a name. Classic. So let's, I'm going to ask you both a question. What's your favorite video game character of all time? For me, that's easy. That's Link from the Legend of Zelda series. Cool. I've always been in love with that entire franchise. I think he's a very cool adventurer. I like how he doesn't talk. Uh... Which yeah, very stoic in that that's way. What, that's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I like Kirby. So Link Kirby asks he, us. Kirby's very cute. This is, <laughs> Just this like is a Nintendo fanboy household, to yeah. be sure. <laughs> Trevor's at home. Yeah, I'm here, baby. And the let's, subject let's, let's says, what would you do? And the message says, could you date someone that is admittedly, heartbreakingly, almost obsessively still in love with an ex? I feel like... This question is personally attacking me or you, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think probably. that it was very loaded. Um, hey. But I don't know who is trying to date you right now. And um, if anybody has ever listened to this podcast, which they clearly are a listener, they know how bad of an idea it is to date me. So it can't possibly be directed at us. What? <laughs> no, no, just kidding. No, I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could, but it depends on how obsessed they were, I guess. You got, I mean, for me, it's just like, you know, I think 
when it comes to being able to date somebody like that, I feel like it takes a lot of effort. You know, if they are still getting over an ex, it depends on how fresh of a wound it is. Um, if it isn't right. so fresh, it's also like, oh, okay, this person could be a weirdo because they're still into this person. But it's also like, you know, maybe they haven't had anyone to really make an effort to get them out of that hole. Yeah. A and lot of times I feel like it's like being obsessed with an ex is like being scared that you'll never like... Meet. Nobody will ever like you again. Yeah, or like you'll never meet somebody or, like that. Yeah. And at the same time, it's usually an ex is due to one of you two making a mistake or breaking up with the other person. But I think yeah. also, you know, some people associate themselves with past exes. That's just like how people grow. And sometimes if things don't end on like a solid term or if there's nothing that is like really solidified about how the relationship splits up, it's kind of like, you know, left with open ends. You're kind of, you know, lost to wonder what if. And I think that can also be a drag on a lot of future relationships. Yes, definitely. Um, I think I think that would be difficult, to be honest. It would depend on how invested, I guess, I was in this person. But uh, it's sort of, to me, a huge gamble that I don't know if I'm like risky enough to take, I guess. That's what I would say. Because I, I, I probably don't know when I'm making that decision whether or not it's uh, sort of what what way it's leaning. Would you be able to actually like have a conversation with that person about it though? Like maybe if you were to have a concern with that, would you bring that up to the person? I think that's a good piece of advice yeah. too. It's like, oh, definitely. hey, bring sit, it up. Yeah, if you like this person and you know they mm-hmm. like you but they still like talk, just be like, hey, you talk about your ex all the time and it kind of sucks. Like, you know, even if it, you don't choose, like even if I choose not to date you and stuff, like that's something that you should probably limit in the future. And at least like try to build yourself over that hill before you try to date somebody else. Because if they're like, could you date somebody? It's like they probably already have interest in that person. Yeah. Or like, there's mutual interest and they're like, oh, I don't know if I can because of so this. That, yeah. So that person probably is trying to get over their ex. Yeah. And some people might claim be the one it like, get way harder, it. you know. It's uh, easy. It's, you, you know, you think about the, you, you put a lot of identity in a, a relationship. It goes on for a long time. It's ripped away from you. And you're just like, oh, this person that I used to like think about I used to make decisions in my head based on like what this person would think about it more you know what I'm saying like when that's gone it's just like what what something like that I definitely 100% agree with Steven you For shouldn't me, let something go if I mean it's in never terms of talked about the way I like one of my top ideals when in a relationship definitely is transparency I just think letting it all out on the table is very helpful for me and I but I do understand Sort of just because I've been in a relationship for six years, it's a little different, I think. Obviously, the dynamics I have with my girlfriend um, versus sort of when you're just dating somebody, it's a little more difficult to uh, just be completely open about everything, completely expose yourself to somebody who you don't really True. know that well. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. And I, and I also think that, you know, especially when it comes to relationships sometimes it takes like a really good person to take a gamble and push somebody else to you know hopefully attempt to get over somebody or you know maybe that person has immense confidence in themselves and is like hey like maybe I can like make this person think differently and like you know show them the light that like there's other people out there and not to be such a sap about other things which I think you know it just takes a while for someone to really be interested in you I think if anyone's really interested in you they may still care about their exes but who fucking doesn't you know Ghosts in the closet, they appear and reappear. There's no such thing as skeletons in the closet because they stay there. Word. And R. Kelly. Word. Michael. Yes. Are you asking for my opinion? Yes. 
I would say don't. All right. Simple. There's enough fish in the sea that you don't need to deal with that shit. It's not a big deal just being alone for a little while longer. Raw. <laughs> Unfiltered. I don't know. I'm a little bit more optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. You should always talk to them about it. Yeah, and I think some people can even like, yeah, boast that kind of shit too. You're just setting yourself up to be disappointed in one way or another at some point. I'm always setting myself I mean, up that's to be disappointed. Every relationship of my life, yeah. <laughs> I am not not saying that. So you were saying it. Yes. Yes. Same. Double negative. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I'm back in. Oh, man. I thought we Are didn't we drink. Are we in Smack City right now? <laughs> I, don't I feel like I haven't taken a sip of alcohol all day, but I, don't, I can't keep my shit together today, boys. So let's get into the next question. I think we all gave uh, our wide spectrum of takes on that last one. Uh, Trevor kind of being on the side of, you know. Because I've been, I've, I just feel like I identify a lot with the guy, the, well, not guy, or girl, whoever the person, the question was being asked about. Yeah. That's definitely been me a lot. Me too. And, no, see, no. and I think I've only benefited from people that have taken gambles on me. Hey, same baby. Yay, yay. And yeah, Lewis says, you know, maybe it's a, it's a red flag, but definitely talk to him about it. And Michael says, yeah. just fucking don't. Hey, I think talking it out is pretty sick. Bring I, it up. I definitely it think talking about it. Yeah. Let me just give general, let me just talk about relationships in general. Like, I think about. in general, like, transparency is the best policy. I don't think it just applies here. I think it's really, it really pays off. Well, let me ask you this. This, this, is my, to long run. this is my question to you as someone who's been in a long relationship. I want to know... What? Twice. Yeah, two. Two, two what? Long-term. Two long-term relationships. Oh. Well, this is my question to you who's been in two long-term relationships is do you think transparency, obviously it is key, but do you think there's always going to be something that two people hide from each other? I mean, no, I don't think so. All the time. Right? I think, I don't think that it has to be that way. I think that sort of, it can be, it's very easy for that to happen, but I think, I mean, it just depends how, you know, I guess how well how good of a match people are and how kind of for lack of a better term tolerant people are or like open-minded i guess would be a better word and sort of just being able to slowly over time as this person gets to know you more and more maybe like kind of letting them know everything is uh you know i think it's important for personally i've seen you know it's really grown my relationship See, I feel like people can never really be honest with one another. Like, they, they, they can be right, but I'm in relationships, it's like, you're going to hide something. Even if it's, like, how someone even makes you feel, like, you're still going to suppress Yeah, it's, like, it's not even, like, secrets and I mean. shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, just, like, you know, sort just of emotions. being, like, kind of, for lack of a better term, mild in your reaction to things when maybe it upsets you a little more and you don't want to necessarily Get talk to pickle. them about it just because you're worried about how they'll react. Uh, but, I mean... I guess in six years I that think kind sort of fades. Of, I think sort of pushing that boundary definitely and just being like, you know what, like I just it would be great if uh you know this this thing happened a little bit differently. It's like it's more um calibrating than anything. Like uh I feel like know, I speak my mind too much in relationships and it can get me in trouble. Interesting. I mean so yeah, as I said, I don't really know about the short run prospects of it, but certainly medium to long term it pays off. Interesting. Trevor, do you have anything to say on that? I'm just notoriously kind of bad at it. Trying to work on it. Transparency. 
Transparency? Yeah. That's Is great. that not what we were talking it's about? Yeah, no, that's it. It's an ideal, for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Michael? Do you think transparency can actually, like, like cl- clarity, okay? Let's go clear on some Scientology shit. Yeah, baby. That, like, I don't have enough money. Me neither. <laughs> do, but do you think that that is a, a benefit to a good relationship, or do you think that people well, yeah, in general are just going to be like, obviously it's beneficial, but at the same time, it, you know, do you think people could? I think it's a high-risk, high-reward. Me too. Yeah, transparency could make you have a much solidified, better relationship, but it could very easily spiral out of control and not end well. Uh, I would say, I think the only thing that I would say in favor of transparency is sort of lack of transparency inevitably just like lengthens lengthens when the bomb blows up, not like how explosive it is. So... Hmm. um, I think it kind of always comes to haunt you in the end, usually. Let's, let me ask you one more question, okay? Um, Come at to me. To the group, because we've all been broken up with, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You've uh, never been broken up with? Because uh, my first girlfriend, bra. 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 Well, we got hit with a hard bra. Uh, bra. I don't bra, know if bra. I ever have. Yeah. I'm not sure I ever have. Well, so have you done the breaking up with? Yes. Are you one of those guys? I hey hey, you just slick your not, hair back like you scumbag. I'm not one of those guys. I did not slick my hair back, nor do I have slick back hair. <laughs> yes, you do. That's you, this is not a visual podcast, but you are. You look like a slick, greaser. Yeah, slick, slick just, is that's a questionable. Just, what do you mean by slick? Like, like he's pulling it back. I don't look like a Wall Street banker. No, but you look like if you had a nice zoot suit, you'd be killing it. Shiny. That means I probably have to wash it. Oh, greasy. Yeah, greasy. No, shout out to Jarrett. <laughs> hey, too greasy. I guess you're hey, right. Man. I should probably hey. wash it. Well, your hand well, anyway. done, dude. I just got to go grab some beers. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jarrett. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait. Jarrett, is that you? Hey, man. How's it going, dude? What's Sorry. Up? Where's the no. sand one day? <laughs> Where's the sand man? I'm in La Quinta, baby. I'm going to drive up that. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Hard riffs for the end of the podcast. Um, what do you think of Jared? No, uh, as someone who's been in long-term relationships, you know we've all been broken up with. Maybe not Michael. He's in his first little blooming relationship, like a little, like a little cabbage patch kid waking up in the morning. <laughs> He's up there looking like a little baby. But you've been in a long-term relationship. But you've been the breaker upper. So you're someone who savagely murders all prospects. Joy. Um, <laughs> Somebody's confidence. Their will to live. You know, this is... Uh, uh, Michael is flopping on the ground. I think he's literally had nodded off from Mexican food and is gargling on his own vomit. Um, no, roll, roll him over on his side. Roll him over on his side. He won't, he won't do that. Um, but as someone who's the, the crusher of souls and hope, um, how does that make you feel? I, I just... I guess the only thing I would say is it's been a very long time, obviously. I've, I guess the last time I broke up with somebody was in high school. But was it hard? I guess that's what I want to know because we've, I've never had to do that. Of course that, it is. So I just want to know if it's... I think everybody knows it's hard. What do you think... You don't have to give specifics, but do you know like a almost... Do you know like what was the symbol of time that like... What was the thing that pushed you over the edge? Was well, it just for me at the time, I was moving to the Bay Area from here, 
Yeah, easy. Uh, That's the only time I've ever the had the separation. I figured, and plus, I was fig- I figured I was starting a new chapter of my life, and it would be like dumb to just like kind of retain that. Yeah, I mean, I I can see that for sure. I think moving is like definitely, a and huge I, I honestly one. like big tune. Just like I saw a ton of people in my freshman year of college, like who had long distance relationships from uh, high school, high school, home. and it yeah. just pretty much never worked out. Yo, what about those kids that like didn't go away to school to stay with their girlfriends in a local area? I always, I, and I always thought that was a poor decision. Personally. I always did too. I, always, I don't that, know anybody that, that did that. Oh wow, I know a couple, of those all, and it did not work out. So if you're under the age of eighteen, about to go to a nice school, break up with your girlfriend. It's time to start anew. Turn a fresh page, Michael. I just found it funny that one Lewis. Uh, retroactively affirmed his decision by seeing people in his freshman dorm that had long-term relationships because I also saw that and it always didn't work but you didn't have that information when you broke up with Amanda and I had the same intuition okay fair enough and I just found it quite humorous that you said I'm starting a new chapter of my life and yet though at least to me it seemed that everything was going well with Amanda you, you're starting a new chapter, so that means dumping her. That is what he said. Why do you feel? I like- just meant like my entire life was changing. I was going to go to school. I wasn't going to live with my parents anymore. You're going to. It was just on. a fresh tabula rasa. Whoa. We're going to need to. We're going to need a Merriam-Webster on that it's, one, baby. It's just blank slate or bl- blank slab or something. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Would the you name ever, of a bad video game, I remember. Oh, I, don't, don't I do not start with me. That was one of the greatest video games ever made. I okay. actually believe We're that. Gonna, okay. He did play that a lot. But at least the owner got, went to space. Did he go to space? Yeah. He wow. did. He did. It was great. He paid money, hopefully. Some guy um, was just like, let's send this guy to fucking space. <laughs> well, I appreciate your honesty. I think the, uh, the answer was, you know... Was it hard? Yes. Right? Of course. But, sort but of necessary just, at the same time. You're changing, like, basically, like, I mean, exactly. I mean, it's difficult to go away from the book analogy. You're changing, like, a humongous aspect of your life. Like, your, your entire social networks are going to change. Like, you are living in a new place that probably has a different culture than your hometown. Uh, I, I just think it's super important to sort of be open to everything when you're making that kind of a transition, to be honest. When you went to school with a bunch of other people, uh, did you guys pick up their musical taste or did you stay in your own lane? Oh, definitely. I definitely feel like I'm, to this day, most of my information from music comes from the people I interact with. I really don't go on like music websites a lot. I mean, I have, I guess, I guess I have a SoundCloud that I follow people on, um, but otherwise, everything comes from like sort of the interactions I have with people. Michael. Generally, aside from my interaction with you, Stephen, I've stayed in my own bubble. The only thing that Ska I... Ska music? Yes. Ska punk. What a bubble um, to be in. Um, aside from that, the only thing that I see my musical taste change is occasionally I will put on some T-Swift that I have picked up from... Dreadful. Yeah, not Kanye. All that stuff is shit. Okay. You're on the wrong cast, baby. He is on the T-Swift side of the wall. 22. 
20, <laughs> 22 good song. I love it. Shout out to Blanca. Let's wrap this fucking podcast up. Yeah. I'm glad yep. that you guys are all here. I'm glad that we're in Southern California. I'm glad we got this new equipment. I'm glad we got to try it out. I'm glad I'm with my best friends. I'm glad that it's the holiday season and I got to go on vacation and at least do this with you guys. Lewis, I know you'll be on the podcast again. Very, <laughs> we'll probably get the very soon. Episode in. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. I want you guys got to come down. Basically, I just want, yeah. no, I just want it. I want an excuse to go down is what I'm saying. Uh, oh, on you, yeah, baby. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Slurping and, a beer on Caltrain because you can. And That's Michael, what that noise I know we'll get Lovely. a, uh, Michael, I know we'll get a solo episode with you in, in the future as well. Maybe not before Lewis, but if all else fails, I've always got. We can Skype. We can <sighs> Skype you in. <laughs> just kidding. We might figure something out. Yeah, but we'd have to figure out the logistics uh, yeah, yeah, anyway. for that. I don't know. AB, go hard. We, can, yeah. we should do that. But Michael, I know we'll have you on too very soon. And yeah, thank you guys so much for being on. Uh, this is Too Broke for Therapy. Uh, we like to give recommendations before oh. we go off and do our plugs and stuff like that. So if you guys have anything that you know you've used to get you through this week, this month, this year, like what would you like to recommend to people to check out or listen to? Um, I know I can probably start off with. Just going first in I general. I thought you were going to make me go first. No, not this time. Um, something I would really like to recommend. I know it's not Christmas anymore, um, but that new Chance the Rapper Christmas album, I played a couple songs for Trevor, but I actually had a splendid time with it. You know, Usually I'm not really into uh, kind of genre, gimmicky mixtapes, but uh, this was a lot of fun and songs that I'll listen to after Christmas sure. and probably till next Christmas. So. Merry Christmas, like to the Mama. tunes. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, Little Mama. Check it out on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure you've heard of it by now. Anyway, uh, what got me through the week was a um, candlelit butternut squash wine olive infused dinner cooked by a special somebody who has your little heart. Get you, get you one of those. Get, get you. <laughs> I'm looking a, a Trevor, view, Some good music, some wine, and some olives. I'll tr- That's what you should get. That's all. And a little mama. Well, whatever. Anyway, Michael, what got you through the week? Um, I would say this podcast I've really been getting into lately called Tim Dillon is Going to Hell on the Gas Digital Network. Oh, sick it, plug. <laughs> I find when it very humorous. Um, they either shoot the shit, uh, mainly about how this recovering addict who smoked crack at 15 from the great place of Long Island, or they talk about Pizzagate. Long Island. Pizza was empty. That's why I didn't react. Um, I would say what's gotten me through this particular week is definitely FIFA 15. Um, 15 I normally don't have my Xbox 360 with me. I leave it at my parents' house. 360. uh, And it has FIFA 15, and I am obsessed with soccer. I watch it all the time. Who's your club? Who do you support? I I mean, I have to go local and say that Los Angeles Galaxy. MLS. I believe you in soccer. You love MLS. I am an addict. Um, and sort of this video game I just played so much of in college. It's like a real safe space for nostalgia. It's like a thing with me and Melee, I feel. Yeah, like, it's, just it's, like, just, it's just so warm and cozy. And it, it doesn't stop getting hard. It's very impressive how it's still very hard. And I've played this game, I mean, I, at least hundreds, if not. No, hundreds of hours. No? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to go. I don't, I don't think thousands. Stick it up a little bit. <laughs> do, you think, do you think thousands, Michael? Uh, no, not really. I was just 
thinking of my experience with Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3, where oh, I know baby. I have spent hundreds, if not thousands of hours playing it yeah. since 2011 when it came out. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, FIFA 15 came out like two years ago, but the whole FIFA franchise I've played since like 2010. Wow. Shout out to the Chase Mason uh, purchase of FIFA. The one for that Christmas, got you guys and that's what got us that all is what got us started. Because Chase's mom was like, "What should I get Chase?" And I was like, "He's got everything. You don't need to get him anything else." I was like, "Me and Vincent were like, get him FIFA 15. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got FIFA, and then it started a sick scumbag like relationship with all of our friends: Devin, Steele, Grant, <laughs> Hunter. Like everyone was playing this game, and some rapping. I'm rocking on FIFA 17 right shout now. Shout out Fernando Torres. Time. Shout out Steven. Yeah. Shouts out to that whole like 2010 Liverpool squad. Um, I just want to say, shouts out to, give us shouts out, baby. Oh, I forgot what I was about to say. Okay. Also, shouts out to just like loving another person intimately into the night, the dark night, the movie. <laughs> no, but he's like puts his phone down. Um, so yeah, now we can kind of plug ourselves. This is uh, you know wonderful. You, you gave your guys this time to us. So let's let people be able to know where they can find you on the internet if you want them to. Um, you can always find the podcast at TBFT Podcast on Twitter. You can always find me at Stephen Baker Eight Stephen with a PH Baker, as in the profession, and eight as in the number. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dat McFly been trying to fuck around with the stories and shit on there it's been fun I, yeah. Um, and yeah it's super cool that you guys listen to the podcast please submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit and yeah you can do it anonymously you can do it with your name uh, you can send us an email and we'll answer your question on the show it's super cool um, as always uh, actually this is where I would plug my Twitter but I uh, recently made it private because there's too many ops uh, they <laughs> came out to play um then I said, poof, haters be gone, and I'm enjoying it a lot better. You can always find me on Instagram, at AlfPogs. Six. Sick Simpsons reference. Thanks, buddy. Buddy? I said, I'm half bread, half buddy. Thanks, buddy. Broody. That's all. Um, I'm done. You can, you can, <laughs> you can find, I'm, I'm a Twitter guy myself, so you can find me at Twitter, uh, at Luis. Underscore Armona A R M O N A. I guess it'll probably be in the summary of the podcast, yeah, or maybe not. I don't know. How do you spell Luis? Oh, thank you. Luis is L U I S. So that is the way you spell my name. Um, and it's just my name with an underscore. Okay, beautiful. And then uh, Michael, do you want people oh, to find you on the internet? Absolutely not. No, thank you. Kindly fuck off, guys. I, w- I would say also, if you're interested in uh, maybe what I, what I do at school for economics, I have a link to my plug per- it. Plug I have it. a link it. to my personal webpage where I have some of the research projects I've done and I'm currently doing. It's, and that is it's interesting stuff. Uh, the research projects? No, 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 the the website. Oh, the website. It's it's in the summary of my Twitter profile. I just don't want to like. Yeah, it's going to be hard to communicate verbally. Yeah, yeah. just go to tw- the Twitter page. Thank you very much. Great. And of course, at the end of the week, every episode, we go into nothing but the deepest house slappers. We (laughs) curated all kinds of powders, liquids, plants, substances, waiting. We want to change our consciousness, but you know what? 
I think I just had a realization, guys. What All is of it? this stuff, this poison that we're putting in our body, we don't even need it because the tunes that Xander Wave are about Ooh. to bring to us are enough. Yeah, that's Ooh, right, I'm already baby. hearing the yeah, I had the coming in. coming in the background. That's <laughs> kick drums. Anyways, guys, I lost track because the Smalley's really hitting me, but that's okay. I'm just saying we could all just come together and listen to Xander Wave, and I think if everybody did that, there'd be no more war, baby. Well, Xander Wave doesn't want wars. He voted for Jill Stein. Give him that recount. I love you so much, little Sammy. Baby, little, I want to go. Taco Boy. Uh, You're a fan of the mixes. You're a fan of the mixes. Oh, I, I love the mixes. Xander Wave oh, is yeah, uh, great. Shout outs to him. Beautiful end to the podcast. All right. Peace. I got to go. Pee pee. Bye bye. What? Why are you following me? What are you doing? Why the hell you stand in front of me? I swear you just said you was done with me. You still out talking about what you gonna be. Need to get some money. I should've left you. I should've left you in 2016. I should've left you back in 2016. I should've left you back in 2016. They should've left you back in 2014, cause they ain't wanna see a youngin' on the big screen. This shit ain't been the same since 2015. I lost a lot of people in 2016. The Lord told me they want men for me. These hoes won't get arrested from me. If I get locked down, would you send for me? She ain't go for you, but she went for me. Hey, look what you done to me. Remember when they used to make fun of me? I pull up black trucks and they run for me. Blue cheese in my pockets with a harness be. I ain't met a bitch yet since she done with me. Bitch keep tryna show me your tongue ring. I'm a king, so she honor me. I still keep a stick like a pogo. You say you gon' rob me, this a no-no. I still get them things in for the Lolo. Yeah, we got more pumps than the Golo. Long nights in the streets like a hobo. The nigga diss on me, he a homo. He claim he don't know me, but it's ho-no. The rap game ain't the same since Luffo. Since Luffo. Why the hell you stand in front of me? I swear you just said you was done with me. You still out talking about what you gonna be. Need to get some more. I should've left you. I should've left you in 2016. I should've left you back in 2016. I should've left you. In the next piece, baby girl say she 20, acting like she 16. See that big flexion up in 2016. Down and blitzing on your baby, sliding in the Vegas. Got a donkey on your baby, can't believe it, Ripley's. Merry Christmas, baby, Jimmy, swear I got about six rings. <laughs>
what to do it. Look, look.